You found Kit Kat Chit Chat, where I hide from my kids in various parts of my house for 5, 10, 15, sometimes I make it to 20 minutes. Come join me as we talk about life. Man, I feel like it has been forever since I did an episode. I know that my podcast is not the most consistent thing. It's something that I definitely want to work on when I launch season three after we move. Uh, But I only have a couple more episodes planned for this season before the big move, and I felt really compelled to make this episode today, so I told the kids to put on a movie, and I'm going to come make this episode. Normally, on Fridays, my daughter is at home school with friends, but we were a little too late in signing her up for the field trip, so they're both home with me today on this Friday, and I just wanted to go ahead and take some time for myself and do an episode that I've kind of been pondering here and there. Um, talking about the loneliness loneliness and the isolation that can come with being a homeschool family. And this can apply to whether you homeschool or not. It can just apply to parenthood in general. Sometimes we just feel really lonely and extremely isolated, and we have to remember that we are not in this alone and that there are other people in the exact same boat. But that's not always easy, and I feel like as I talk to more people who are contemplating on doing homeschool, this is one of their biggest fears, is that they're going to feel so lonely and so isolated because, you know, they're not able to just like send their kids to public school throughout the day, or they're just like on all the time. And when you become a homeschool family, you are wearing all the hats 24-7. And it can be really overwhelming, and it can stretch you so thin that you kind of just want to go into your shell and feel, you know, you want to throw like a little pity party for yourself because you get so overwhelmed and you start feeling like you're the only one that's feeling this way. You are not the only one that is feeling this way. Everyone goes through this, especially when you are just beginning or you are transitioning, it can feel really lonely. I have had this feeling through our homeschool journey multiple times, but every time I'm able to pull myself out of it and I always end up finding some sort of community that ends up making our experience even better. The first year we homeschooled was at the very beginning of the pandemic. And if you follow our journey so far, you know that my daughter was in preschool uh, right before the pandemic. Then the pandemic happened and we never went back to school. So through that, we were thankful enough to meet a couple people that we were able to stay friends with through the pandemic and have that little sense of community. But the neighborhood that we lived in at the time in Maryland was all semi-retired or retired people. There were three kids that were on our street. One child was super young. I think he was three or four. One kiddo was in public school and the other kiddo did not live there full time. So we only saw him here and there when his mom was in town visiting her grandmother. And it was really great when they were all in town. We had a fun time, but it was not a built-in community. And especially during the times of COVID, it was really hard to form a community because everyone had to be so isolated and there were all the restrictions in, in place. And it was just, you know, a really wild time when you look back on it. So when we chose to move from Maryland to Virginia and instantly there was like a horde of kids coming and introducing themselves to me because they noticed we were unloading kids' toys 
I was so relieved because having that sense of community and people that you can lean on, especially when kids are all around the same age, is so important and it takes so much stress off of you as the homeschool main parent because it's kind of like already built in. So I really thrived in that environment. It was really wonderful. My husband was gone a lot when we lived in Virginia. So it was really great to be able to lean on the built-in community. And then if things got too crazy or I got too overwhelmed or just, you know, throwing myself that personal pity party, I had like instant access to friends right there and the kids had friends and I didn't really have to like go too far out of my comfort zone. And I could just continue to be extroverted when I wanted, but I really thrive off of being introverted as well. I'm an introverted extrovert. And so the Virginia community was really great because all of that was kind of built in. So I was a little worried when we moved to Georgia because I knew we were only going to be here for a short amount of time. And right away, I was nervous that I was going to be lonely and feeling isolated uh, thankfully, that's not what happened. We ended up finding the why and lots of other resources in the community. People who really talk down about the state of Georgia haven't really like looked into all of the resources that they do have available to, for kids because there are endless events and organizations that I am constantly popping up on my calendar so much and so that we can't do all of the events like it would we would just be too busy so I'm really really thankful for that but what my goal in telling you all of these different scenarios that we've homeschooled in is to remind you that if you are feeling lonely and isolated, that you need to really push yourself out of your comfort zone. And that can be really uncomfortable, especially for someone like me who honestly could just stay home every day and not talk to a lot of people. I love talking, that's why I have a podcast and I can talk to my friends on the phone for hours, but it is really exhausting to constantly make new friendships and connections and it really just wears me down. So it's not really like my favorite thing and I will talk myself out of hanging out with people that I don't know over and over and over again until finally I convince myself, no, you need to do this. Because one of the most important things is mandating time for yourself. And this can be really challenging for any mom because that mom guilt creeps up on us and we just kind of have to smack it in the face and tell it to back off. Because the reality of the situation is you are giving so much of yourself to your kids, homeschool family or not. So it's okay to be a little bit selfish, especially if you are a stay-at-home mom, homemaker, homeschooling family, whatever label you like to put on it, if you are home 24-7 with your kids, it is a lot. It really, really is. And you spread yourself so thin and there's just nothing left over for anybody else. And so what do you do? You have to schedule that time. And I did um, a video. I don't think I did a podcast episode. I, maybe I did. I was really huge on mom mental health days a few years ago, and I really needed these. I did the absolute bare minimum for my kiddos, and I did whatever I wanted to. Sometimes that was really productive. Sometimes I would, you know, get some things on my list done that I really just needed to like hunker down and do. 
Sometimes I would watch binge watch TV all the time. Other times I scheduled mom mental health days when my husband was home and I would literally close myself in the room and sleep all day. Like it's just exhausting. And it also depends on what you're going through with your kids. The ages of your kids can be way more time consuming and mentally like draining. Um, depending on the, the needs of your kids. If you have a kiddo that has special needs or just, you know, they just need more attention to you, that can also be really draining. Going through any type of transition, which for us has been a lot in these last five years. We have moved multiple times. You know, the pandemic was stressful for everyone. My husband was traveling a lot. Like the list can go on and on for everyone. So it's really important to schedule that time for yourself. And when my husband was gone a lot while we were in Virginia, I would like schedule these times and just tell him like, hey, you're probably gonna have to play video games tonight. Like this is a movie that I wanna watch or I'm gonna do my nails so I'm not gonna be hanging out with you tonight. Like you go do you, which would typically be him playing video games. Um, or like we would just take a day kind of for ourselves if it was a rainy day and we would just give the kids technology and whatever snacks they asked for and just kind of did what we wanted, which was typically if it was both of us playing video games together and not ignore the kids, but they were not our top, top, top priority for that day. And as crazy as it is, like even just saying that, oh, my kids were not my top, top priority for that day, I feel that like sting of mom guilt, like, ooh, you know, like how can you say that, that your kids were not your top, top priority? Well, listen, fed, they were in a safe environment. They have so many privileges and things around them. They were not suffering. It's just my inner monologue telling me like, oh, you're a bad mom because you didn't cater to your kids all day. And that is not the case. And that's not the case for so many of us, right? Like I, I was told a long time ago by a mutual friend that if you didn't worry, if you weren't concerned that you were doing it right, then you wouldn't be a good mom. Like you being concerned about all of these little things means automatically that you're a good mom because a bad mom wouldn't care. They wouldn't be questioning. They wouldn't be asking. They wouldn't be wondering if what they present and what they give is enough. So for a lot of us, we are really, really great moms and we need to stop doubting that so much. And we really need to make sure that we're making time for ourselves. And sometimes you have to plan it like an appointment. You know, they say a lot of times, like if you want to be consistent with your workouts, schedule it as an appointment and then you'll end up showing up more. It's the same thing for taking time for yourself. And I am not talking about running errands. I am not talking about self-care in terms of taking a shower. I am talking about mandating time for yourself that is something that you 100% want to do. And this is not always easy, and this is going to be different for every phase of your life and honestly, like every situation in your life. This is the first year that I have been a part of programs where I can just leave my kids. And let me tell you, the first week that I dropped my kids off at the Y for homeschool with um, homeschool PE, 
I didn't even know what to do with myself. I was calling everyone that I could think of to chit chat with and like I felt so weird. I wouldn't leave. I was just sitting in the parking lot instead of taking advantage of that hour and I was doing that twice a week and then I was leaving my daughter at home school with friends from nine to one. I had all of this free time and it felt like this huge, I felt so guilty. Thankfully, I was able to quickly talk myself out of this and realize that this is a really beautiful opportunity that I might not have the next time that we move. And then that's how, you know, the podcast has blossomed and all of that. But also just being able to take that time for myself has been wonderful. And not only has it been wonderful for my own mental health and me personally, but my kids are like doing activities and doing things. And I don't have to plan it and be a part of that. So as as crazy as it sounds, it's okay to send your kids away. I think a lot of times we think, well, I'm choosing to homeschool them. I'm bringing them home. So they need to be home with me all the time. I need to be in control of planning all of these things. All the pressure's on me. It's all so daunting. And yes, you're bringing your kids home, but that does not mean that they have to be home with you 24-7. And obviously, this is going to be different, you know, based on what you can financially afford. I just told my husband we're going to have to up our homeschool budget a little bit because things are a little bit more expensive for activities in New York. And I'm honestly going to miss having these chunks of time throughout the week where the kids just get to like independently flow on their own in a different environment than just around me. So then the argument can be said, well, then why not just send them to public school? Well, selfishly, I still want them home with me. And honestly, I feel like I can still give them a better education. But it doesn't mean that I can't send my kids to different organizations and let them participate in different camps and activities where I am not present. There's nothing wrong with that. And if you're harboring that guilt of like, I can't send them away because I'm choosing to homeschool. So why would I send them away? Stop it. Stop. You are not doing them any harm by sending them away into any type of program. Even if it's literally a daycare program. My husband and I, when we first moved here, Emma did homeschool with friends. And we dropped our son off at the um, child care watch. And he was like the oldest kid in there for that day. He had fun playing whatever. But it was kind of boring for him. It wasn't anything like super structured. But we needed that time for ourselves. And I've done it a couple of times just for me, you know, especially during these transitions of us moving. We have a lot going on. We have family coming into town. We're leaving to go on a trip. Then we're coming back and moving all these things, all of these moving components. You have to take time for yourself and recharge your battery because if you don't, then that ripple effect that I constantly talk about is going to happen and it's going to kind of put a damper on the experience of homeschool and your family life for everyone. But especially if you're one to tend to go down that rabbit hole of feeling really lonely or isolated, you've got to push through that. You've got to get yourself out of your comfort zone. You've got to find those resources and you've got to schedule that time for yourself. If you can't find any resources, If you can't find any resources or you just don't feel comfortable with leaving your kids with somebody else or at some other organization, 
that's totally valid. We've all been there and, and sometimes we just don't feel comfortable in the environment that we're in. But if that's the case, then you need to schedule that time for your home and for yourself at home and you need to talk to your partner and you really need to be able to lean on them or family if you're lucky enough to live near family to make that time for yourself. Because if you don't and all the pressure keeps building and all the guilt of whatever we decide in our mind to warp ourselves with, it's just going to keep building and building and you're just going to go further down into that lonely and isolated rabbit hole. And then that's where we start getting concerned about depression. So You don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but it is a valid fear. And it is something that I continuously am going through. Of course, moving up to upstate New York, I'm nervous. You know, like, am I going to meet people that I want to spend my time with? Are there the same programs? Or am I going to be able to afford to put my kids in this and participate in that? You know, these are concerns that happen every single time we move to a new community or start over or switch to something new. But we have to get out of our comfort zone. And that is probably one of the biggest lessons that I have learned from being a homeschool family is that you've got to push yourself out of your comfort zone. Sometimes the events that we go to maybe don't necessarily like align with our values, but It's still a really fun event. They're not doing anything crazy that I'm like 100% against. It's just that, you know, these events might be sponsored by an organization that I don't particularly align with. But put yourself out there. You never know who you're going to meet. I have met so many amazing and wonderful people that have completely opposite views and styles of homeschooling and just completely different lives than my own. And there's always something to learn from them and and participate in and really build my own community around. I think the type of homeschool and family that we are, you know, not being super religious, a lot of the times that we kind of have to create our own community. And one thing I really love about that is that I end up with a community of people from all different walks of life. And it's one of my favorite things. And I think especially being unique in the military community, we always end up in a community with people from all different walks of life because it's such such a like mashed up community of people from all over the entire world. And that is something that I definitely would not change. And that's one thing about living on base versus off base that I always miss every time we choose to live off base. I miss that like mashed up community of people from all different walks of life because there is something to learn from every single individual that crosses your path. It might be a positive lesson that you learn or take away and it might be something negative, but there is something to always learn. And so by pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and like working your way up out of feeling that isolation and loneliness and meeting new people in the world, you can just cultivate your own community and find those people and like really lean on different things that you learn throughout that journey. So it can definitely be a fear and an experience that everyone has, but the thing is, is everyone has felt that way. There is not a single person who has gone through this journey, not even just homeschooling, but parenthood, and hasn't 
felt that way. But as we open up and talk more about our experiences on really any topic, we quickly start to learn that there are a lot of us that relate to each other. I'm pretty much an open book on talking about all the struggles that I've had with motherhood and homeschooling and military life. And anytime I meet someone and they open up a little bit about something or I share something, 85% of the time I would say it's a relatable incident or something that was very similar. So do not allow yourself to go down that rabbit hole of thinking that you are the only one because you are not the only one. And this is a fear that a lot of people have. It is a very valid fear because if you don't push yourself out of your comfort zone and you keep going down that lonely and isolated rabbit hole, you're going to be lonely and you are going to isolate yourself. But you have to remember that the reality of the situation, no matter how far down in that rabbit hole you are, you're not alone and you don't have to be isolated. It's a choice, right? We all have a choice in that. And sometimes we're a little bit further down that rabbit hole and we might need some professional help to get us out of that. But you will and you will find that there are other people just like you with the same concerns and you will learn how to like balance that and find that time for yourself and schedule that time away to recharge your battery so that you can be your best self for your kiddos, your entire family, and accomplish really anything and everything that you put your mind to. Because you can, and it can seem really daunting, but any goal, any dream that you have, if you really focus and fine tune it and push all of the chaos aside that's telling you, no, you can't do this, or this is too hard, whatever that negative chaos is, if you push that aside and you really focus on any of those goals, you can do it. Now, do I have like some crazy goals that I'm like, I want to do this and I don't know if they're going to happen? Yeah, absolutely. But you have to keep looking forward and you have to keep telling yourself like, you can do this, you can do this, you can do this. Because if you rewind for a minute in your own personal life and you think about everything that you've accomplished, even just 10 years of what you have been through, where you started 10 years ago and where you are now, when you really think about it and rewind that in your life, it's amazing what you've been through. And I now, um, it's just hit me here of late, I can officially say like, oh, that was decades ago because I'm into my 30s. And it's pretty wild when I think about, you know, the last, I, I mean, I don't remember 30 years ago, um, but I, I can remember pretty far back. And it's pretty wild when I break down like all of those little mini life experiences and transitions that I've been through, all of the things that I accomplished in high school and college and in my 20s and in motherhood and all the places that I've lived and the people that I've met. It's amazing. And all of us have that journey. It might not be the same at all. Our experiences may be completely different. Some may be more traumatic. Some may be more happy. But we've all been on this journey of life. And none of us are alone or isolated in that because we are all here and we are all living that journey. So if being lonely and isolated has been one of your fears for starting homeschool, 
You need to stop. You need to take a pause. You need to take a breath and realize that you can do this and that you are not alone in this journey and that you will find your community. You just have to push yourself out of your comfort zone, which can be very uncomfortable, but you've got to do it. You've got to do it for yourself. You've got to do it for your kids and you have to give them what you envisioned on your dream board of homeschool and life. Within reason, you know, like, would I like to own a yacht one day? Yeah, that would be great. Am I going to own a yacht one day? Probably not. Okay, but keep it on a scale that's within your life and what you can handle and make those a reality and go from there, take it one step at a time, and you'll be surprised at where you've started and where you end up that's all for today guys i better go find my kids have a great one and make sure to subscribe so you can keep up to date with kit kat chit chat